Love this podcast? Support this show through the ACAST supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. The MCU is back on the big screen. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to the Cognitive Recalibration Podcast. I didn't write that, but... Yeah, I thought um, I'd try something different, but... Yeah. Didn't yeah, work. It's okay. Didn't you work. Can, you can fix it in post. Yeah, I don't know if I will. Yeah. yeah. Just kind of came out that way. <laughs> it is what it is. Hi, it's everyone. a great way to start this podcast. It is. I think yeah. we've already lost everyone. We've lost, yeah, we've lost everyone that... That you did. Yeah, the yeah. only person that's going to listen to this is me, and that's during the edit, so it doesn't even count as a download. Yeah, damn it. Anyway. And it's not, yeah, I'm not listening to this. So. <laughs> uh, hi, Brad. As always, I'm your host, Shravan. You've come to the Cognitive Recalibration Podcast. I've got Taran sitting opposite me. You're going to say hi? No? Uh, I've already talked, so everyone knows uh, I'm here. Okay. They yeah. don't need more input from me. Yeah. Very rude. We're going to be talking about Black Widow. So Black Widows yes. are poisonous arachnids, and they have a, a skeleton outside their body, segmented body with eight joint legs, and mm. they have deadly poison that's said to be 15 times stronger than the rattlesnake venom. Okay. Yeah. Did you decide you wanted to have a big post-production for this episode? <laughs> you, want to, you want to edit out a lot of your thoughts? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, I just thought, yeah. you know. Just before you start recording, you're like, I'm going to put in a lot of useless. Because uh, yeah. I usually go into backgrounds, so I thought I'd go into yeah. backgrounds about black widows. Yeah. Yep. Did you know that they're called black widows because after they mate, they, kill the, they eat the male, so oh, they okay. end up becoming widows? Yeah, yeah, fair yeah. enough. Uh, black widows in Australia? They are. So, yeah. they are in any climates that are sort of warmer. So, mm. they're in Australia, South America. People are always scared of Australia because they think there's spiders everywhere. There isn't I haven't really. really seen that many spiders. There isn't yeah. really. But we don't live in the country, so. Yeah, we don't yeah. live in the outback, so. We're, uh, we're very privileged people. I guess so. How did this podcast end up being this? <laughs> so, now we've lost the remaining listeners as well. <laughs> now, now, it's definitely us. <laughs> The scientific name for black okay, widows no, is... Okay, no, stop. No, we're not, we're not continuing this. No, no. <laughs> All right. So, you've come to our review for Marvel's Black Widow, not, you know, the Black Widow spiders. that We don't talk about... It's not an animal podcast. But we're talking about Marvel's Black Widow, uh, which is the latest MCU film. It's come mm. to 
the big screen as well as Disney Plus. So as yeah. usual, we'll do some background on the film. And as we do with most comic book movies, we'll do some comic book origin background and then we'll jump into our thoughts spoiler-free and then we'll have a, spo- uh, a full spoiler section where we'll go into Easter eggs and we'll talk about trivia, useless trivia mostly, but trivia. Yeah. Before we get started, I just want to say I did some research after the movie to look at some stuff oh, yeah. and I was looking for Easter eggs. And then do you know how it's got that section on Google that like, people also ask this? Yeah. One of them is, is there an Easter egg in Black Widow? <laughs> Sing- <laughs> single Easter egg. Is there an Easter egg in Black Widow? Okay. Is there what? The one Easter egg. By the end of this like podcast? Like a physical Easter egg. By the end of this podcast, everyone will know. Yeah. Including this person that searched for it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Is there an Easter, in, Easter egg in Black Widow? That's what this yeah. is about. Both physical and- We'll find out. Figurative and yeah, yeah. By the end of this podcast, that's a question we need to answer. We'll, we'll dive into that. We'll that's what, that's what we're going to spend the second half yes. of this. Most of this episode is going to be dedicated to that. Is there an Easter egg? Yeah. Yep. All right. So this is directed by Kate Shortland of Australia. She's from Australia. I looked into what she's done in the past. So she's done four films or three films before this, this being her fourth. Her first film was Somersault. Second film was Law. And the third film was Berlin Syndrome. Yep, heard of none of those. Yes. The first one sounds like a gymnastics film. The second one sounds like a like a law film, I'm guessing, <laughs> based off the title. Or as in L-O-R-E. So. Oh, L-O-R-E. Okay, yeah. so it's a like a Lord of the Rings ripoff or something? Yeah. I yeah. don't know. Came out in yeah. 2012. What was the last one? Berlin Syndrome. Oh, okay. No idea. I guess yeah. it's like Stockholm Syndrome, but yeah. it's in Berlin. Having kebabs. I don't know. <laughs> Tony kebabs. Is that, is that what they do in... Um, but yeah, like, well, I know it's it's famous there. When we went there, they said Dodi, everyone has doni kebabs here. Yeah, yeah. Don't they have this like curry order? It's called curry, but it's not really a curry, but it's like a German thing. Anyway, no. Yeah, yeah. When, when yeah. I was oh, you mean the sausages? Like the sausages in the no, curry? No, no. It's like a different. No. Okay. Thing. No, I don't yeah. know. Yeah. Anyway, anyway, Berlin's not in this movie either. So. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think it is. No, they are in Europe though. Produced by Kevin Feige, as he yeah. Does. What's PGA? When do they say that? It's after Kevin Feige's name. It uh, says P. G. A. A lot of people have it actually. It's a it's a post grad arts. <laughs> uh, let me find what exactly it stands for. It stands for uh, how to become a PGA golf professional. Not that. What everyone doesn't know about Kevin Feige is he's actually a, he's actually a professional golf player. <laughs> producers Guild of America to yeah. represent, protect, and promote the interests of producers. And the producing or producing team in film, television, and new media. Okay, so it's just part of some organization. I guess so. We've sidetracked in this podcast way too many times. <laughs> We've pivoted left and right. <laughs> Back to Black Widow. So obviously, it's starring Scarlett Johansson yep. as the title character. But there's a whole bunch of new characters in this movie. Some portrayed by Florence Pugh, David Harbour, and Rachel Wise. And there's some there's not that many returning characters actually in this one apart from Black Widow herself. I don't think there's it's mainly a, a standalone film. Runtime is 134 minutes. Budget was 200 million. Box office wise, it's done about 36 to 37 million so far. So it just came out this weekend. We'll see how it goes. It's apparently the highest Thursday opening since pre-COVID. Yeah, yeah. 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 Apparently, it's going to be the highest opening weekend since COVID as well. Uh, so we'll see how it goes. In terms of the worldwide box office, guess what's the highest non-Chinese film? 
since COVID. Since COVID. Something, I think it's Fast 9, isn't it? Yeah. Or, yeah, yeah. It's F9. And then it's Godzilla vs. Kong, it? I think. Oh, okay. Quiet yeah. Place did really well in the US, but it didn't do as well overseas. Overseas, yeah. But Godzilla vs. Kong did pretty well overseas. Apart from that, I don't have too much background. Apparently, this movie's been in development since 2004. So, at that stage, the rights were with Lionsgate, but then they lost because they didn't make a movie. They lost the rights and then... Marvel Studios got the rights and they put her as a character in Iron Man 2. That's That was her first appearance. And how many times do you think this has been delayed since? Oh, lots of times. Yeah. yeah. So it's actually three times. Yeah. It's actually not That's that lots. Many. Yeah. Yeah. It's, some movies have been delayed more, like uh, No Time to Die, which is- Yeah, that keeps getting delayed. Keeps, there, there's lots yeah. of time to die. Yeah. Keeps, yeah. Keeps prolonging the the life of that film. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's it's been delayed three times, and then eventually they've decided to do like a hybrid release on Disney Plus and and theatrical. Yeah. But we watched it theatrically. I was tempted to watch it last night on Disney Plus. But Are you going to watch it again? Probably not. I'm potentially watching it tomorrow, but I will see. All right. So that's that's sort I'm of potentially the watching this or this other movie that we're going to review next week. <laughs> Oh, yeah? The one you're really looking forward to. Yeah, yeah. All right, so comic book origins of Black Widow. When do you think she first appeared in comics? 1980-something. It's actually earlier than that. So she first appeared in comics in 1964. Okay. April of 1964 in the comic Tales of Suspense, issue number 52. So she was initially an antagonist to Iron Man. So that's how she was introduced. But then afterwards, she became sort of a good character as well. And she's been on a lot of teams, good and bad. So obviously, Avengers, which we all know about. What's the team Champions? Apparently, there's a- There's a team called Champions? Champions, yeah. No, I don't know. Daughters of Liberty. Guessing it's a girl team up. I guess so. Heroes for Hire. Oh, I know those. That's uh, Luke Cage and Iron Fist. KGB, Marvel Knights, Mighty Avengers, Lady Liberators- Secret Avengers, S.H.I.E.L.D., and the Thunderbolts. Been on all of those teams. Her partnerships, so she's had partnerships in the comics with Captain America, Winter Soldier, Hawkeye, and Daredevil. Daredevil probably most prominently, I think. Notable aliases. So in the MCU, she's called- Natasha Romanoff. Natasha Romanoff, which is her actual name. She goes by other names as well in the comics. So Natalia Shastakova. Natalie Rushman. It's her name in um, Iron Man 2. Yeah, before she says her actual name. That's how she's introduced. And Yelena Belova is- Which is someone else in this movie. a different person, but- I think it's because the Black Widow is more of a mantle than it is a person. So Yelena Belova takes over the Black Widow mantle in the comics. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like Black Panther, for example. And her abilities in the comics are- And we've only seen probably one or two of these in the MCU- Expert spy, tactician, and hand-to-hand com- combatant. So we see that in the movies. Slowed aging and enhanced immune system. I don't know if that's evident in the in the films anyway. Maybe it is. Scarlett Johansson's ageless, so I guess uh, I, I guess, guess so. that's it. Yeah. What was the second one? High immune system. Enhanced immune system. Yeah, she does. Have you ever seen a sick in these movies? I guess not. Yeah. yeah. There you go. Enhanced immune system. Yeah. Well, she's yeah. out in battle out a lot yeah. as well, and she's-, she's Never sick. No never sniffles. Yeah. Never seen her use a tissue before. Yeah. Uh, expert marksman and mastery of various weapons. Yeah, we see that. She, I guess so. She's got yeah. guns. She's got those little lasers on her hand. She's got those little battens. She uses a lot of different weapons. A skilled hypnotist. She does interrogate people. It gets information out of them. Yeah. Yeah. Is that, I don't know. Yeah. And equipment that she uses. So she has a grappling hook. 
Yep. Which she uses in this. Knockout gas. Doesn't use it in this, I don't think. Yeah. She uses it in Iron Man 2, I'm pretty sure. Taser. Yeah, she That's uses that stuff in this. on her wrist, right? Yeah. Explosives. Yeah, yeah. she uses those in everything. Tear gas pellets. Not in this, I don't think. Maybe in other stuff. Maybe. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. They're always chucking smoke and shit. And yeah. Radio transmitter. I guess. I guess they use that in everything. Yeah, yeah. that's not really. Uh, <laughs> that's not real. Yeah, everyone that's, has that. Those are a comic book. They origins. did mention her baton. I don't know what that thing's called. Do you know what it's called? It's like a electric baton. Yeah, all the Black Widow seem to have it. That's sort of her comic book abilities and equipment that she uses and her origins. I guess we can jump into our thoughts on the film, unless you had anything else comic book related. Nah, probably we could, we could talk about it in spoilers if we need to. I guess. So we're going to talk non-spoilers now. Uh, so if you haven't seen the film, you can keep listening. Let's maybe just not do the story. We'll do the story in spoilers. We'll talk our story in spoilers. Okay. Yeah. So we'll jump into positives and negatives. Then I can start with my positives. I think it was one clear positive, and this is just me. It's not really even a positive. It's just good to see the MCU back on the big screen. As you said at the start of this podcast. <laughs> yeah. No, I was just uh, sitting in the cinema and seeing that, even though we've been seeing the uh, Marvel fanfare in all the Disney Plus shows, it was just it was just good to see it on the big screen. I thought they would do something different with the, and this is not a, this is not a spoiler. I mean, it doesn't really matter. They didn't do anything with the Marvel Studios thing. The logo, yeah, yeah, it was the same. Was yeah, same you as thought they would change it for Phase Four? No, this is technically th- technically the first film in Phase Four as well. It is, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, yeah. I thought they'd do something like. I don't know, like, this is the first movie since um, Chadwick Boseman passed away, so I thought maybe they'd have something, a oh, tribute or well, something. you know, yeah. Pl- Black Black Panther, Wakanda Forever is going to be That's a tribute probably, to him. Yeah, yeah. That, well, that whole movie is probably... I just thought they'd do something different because it's, yeah. like, the first movie in a while for MCU, but no, it was yeah. just the, the normal Marvel Studios fanfare. It, no, it was just good to see the a movie on the big yeah. screen that was, like, a proper big-budget action film as well. On that, I thought the action in this was really good. It was actually better than I thought it would be. I thought it would be more like a Winter Soldier type action. Sequence. I thought it was. At the start, it was a bit Winter Soldier-esque. There's like lots of people hitting really hard. and Yeah, but it goes in a different direction. Like the action is, I don't know, I don't think we've really seen this style of action in MCU. Not really. I, I think it's similar Winter Soldier-esque yeah, action. Yeah, it's a little yeah. bit more... You do have to suspend your disbelief a bit more in this. Yeah, there's some hard hitting stuff like people flying into walls and like yeah. kick through stuff. And but know. then there's stuff like. But I felt like it felt similar to Winter Soldier. No, it was just much much bigger in scale. Oh yeah, action. yeah. Some of the stuff towards the end is yeah. But an alien did snap away half the planet, so it's like I guess yeah, anything's possible. The cast and actors were good. So Scarlett Johansson. Kevin Feige was saying this in one of his interviews, actually. He's like, she is like an Oscar-nominated actress and she's been acting for like many, many years. And, she has. She's been uh, acting since she was a kid. Yeah. And yeah. he's like, she doesn't really need to do these movies anymore, but she just wants to do them. Yeah. So, yep. She's yeah. rich. She's very rich, I yeah. assume. And I guess she probably got paid heaps of money for this. So She's, she's like, been yeah. acting since she's like six years old. I think her f- I, saw, I saw a video of her first acting role. It was on Conan O'Brien. In the, oh, in on, the show. In the show, Conan O'Brien, okay. yeah, where he used to do late night. What was she doing in the show? Like, it was like a skit where she's she wins a spelling bee competition, but she actually sucks at spelling. Okay. You, could, you could search it up. Go online and search yeah. it up. Yeah. She was also in Home Alone 3. Yeah, she was. She was the main kid, wasn't she? No. Oh, no. She was the kid's sister. Home Alone 3 is not good, by the way. No, it's not. It's really bad. That's the one with the house and the, like, the magic house. It's like the- 
No, is that it's, Home it's, it's 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 like a retread of Home Alone one, but with a different kid and different. It's not the one where the house is like electronically, like uh, you can control the house with like a remote or something. I can't even remember. I think yeah, that's one of them. I think it's yeah. Home Alone three. In this movie, she would be, if I'm guessing, she's meant to be like thirty three or something in this yeah. movie. Yeah, and I think in real life she's only like thirty six or something. She's, yeah, she's. Not that old at all, but she's been active for like 20 years. It, she was really good. And then, obviously, the other actors were quite good as well. The, the new characters that they brought in for this movie, they were they were good. And another final positive that I had is maybe they could have followed this a bit more, but it, especially the first 20 or so minutes of the movie are quite, I would say, quite dark. And they follow some, they sort of explore some dark elements. For about 10 minutes or so, it didn't feel like we were even watching a Marvel movie. It felt like something else it could have been something else but then then it becomes a marvel movie after that but yeah i thought some of those elements they probably could have explored a bit more i guess this is slightly maybe slightly negative but it was sort of good that they did explore them to some extent any other positives i think i'm going to shock you a little bit here i was maybe thinking that we i wouldn't want to review this straight away because i want to think about it a little bit but i did not like this movie i was not a fan Okay. I don't know if that will change the more I think about it, but like all your all your positives are fair enough, but I was not a fan of this movie at all. All right. Yeah. Well, I guess you can start I the negatives then. Yeah, I think it's probably my least favorite MCU movie for a couple of reasons that are not its fault, I guess, but we can start off with some negatives. There's no stakes in this movie just because of the place are, it's set. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. yeah. I, I know what you mean. Yeah. Yeah. The, the time period it's set, there's no stakes in this movie. It's a, it's a contained storyline, which is fine, but it has no connection to anything else in the MCU, really, which I don't hate. Like, sometimes I do those movies and it's okay, but I just felt like it was a useless storyline, pretty much. Normally, with these contained movies, it's either an origin story or it takes the character forward, but this does neither. Yeah, I was not a fan. Okay. Yeah. That's fair enough. I, yeah. I actually share those thoughts on the negatives as well. I yeah. thought going into this movie, or even when this movie was announced, I was like, "Do we really need it?" Because it feels like a bit of an afterthought. Like they mm. could have, they probably should have done this movie much, much earlier mm. than when it did come out. Because it is also placed like four years ago in the MCU timeline. Like it's between Civil War and Infinity War, and we know what happens to this character afterwards. And it's kind of just like this yeah, self-contained story that doesn't really add anything else to the overall MCU. But as a contained story, I didn't mind it. I always thought that this was definitely more of an afterthought and it, it just felt weird for this movie to be the first movie in Phase 4 yeah. after everything that happened in Phase 3 with Endgame and all of that. This didn't really seem like the sort of movie that should be starting a new phase. Also, I was disappointed by Taskmaster. Yeah, I think the villains I thought, were not yeah, that great. I, I was looking forward to Taskmaster. I thought he could have been a really good villain. It's not kind even of a, wasted. It's not yeah. even a main villain, actually. Yeah. In the end. Yeah. 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 It's just, uh, I think very much so wasted. Yeah. Yeah. I also agree with that. But I did like, I, I guess they sort of explore uh, Natasha's past a bit, which was, yeah. which was good. But it probably didn't have to be a, yeah. a movie. Look, the, the positive for me was uh, Florence Pugh. Yeah. I think she was really good, and I'm yeah. keen to see more of her. But other than that, I was like, the rest of this movie is very mere to me. 
I can see that as a. I, th- I think whenever we go into these Marvel movies, and I do the same thing, I I think of this as one piece in like an overall yeah. story. Look, but I didn't even I didn't even think of it going into that. I was like, I'm okay if it's a standalone movie and like it has no connection to anything else. Even being that way, like there's no stakes. There's nothing that you're invested in in this movie particularly. I feel like, which is different. Like Iron Man three is not connected to. Man, Iron Man three is not the greatest movie. But it's not really connected to anything else. There's still stakes in that movie. There's there's more yeah. stakes in that movie than there is in this. Yeah. And it's yeah. still connected to it's, Even, it's the like, first movie after yeah, Avengers. Like and, Thor Ragnarok. Yeah. That's not connected to the rest of the MCU at all. That's irrelevant to the MCU. But the character moves forward. Oh, it's still it's about as connected as this movie is to the MCU. I think that's so more I think yeah. that's more connected. Because there's implications for Thor. Which directly lead into Infinity War. The, it, I think it's that, not that movie still like, has to happen. No, it's not like that movie. Wait, what am I saying here? If that movie didn't exist, would it make sense? No. But if yes. this movie didn't exist, but would it can make you sense? Wa- yes. Can you watch that movie without watching any of the other movies? Yes, you can. So it's a standalone film because that movie has a start point and an end point, and it's got uh, nothing in relation to the other characters. Mostly, in yeah. That movie. There's some loose, there's, uh, there's some stuff. It's there's small. some stuff with Loki yeah. in that, but yeah, yeah. yeah but most of all, it's it starts and it ends. Yeah, and like there's no, it, you'd be okay if it finishes where it finishes. If you didn't watch the after credits, yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. Whereas this one, it starts and it ends, but from the start to the end, I felt like there was nothing that kind of moved it forward. Yeah, if that makes. And sense. I also think yeah. that if you remove this from this, if this movie didn't exist... Oh, it doesn't change it. It doesn't do yeah. anything. Yeah. Whereas all the other movies, even like Iron Man 3 and, and Thor Ragnarok and even those, you know, in-between movies... Yeah, yeah. They all add something. Yeah. This one doesn't add anything. Look, there, there might be further... I think it will add something because yeah. there's some characters they introduce, so it'll probably add something. But I felt like the way the story was all moulded just made me not really care, especially at the action scenes and stuff like that. I'm not like I know people are massive fans of the Black Widow character and they really wanted this movie. I wasn't one of those people. She was probably one of my least favorite Avengers from the original six anyway. So I wasn't like dying to see this movie or anything. But I still enjoyed this. Like I thought it was it added something, I guess, to her character. Yeah. It was it was fine. It's yeah. not a bad movie. It wasn't boring. It's not a, it no. was yeah, yeah. It was engaging and there was some good character moments and there, there was good interactions between the characters. So I thought it was okay. It was good action. I did, yeah. yeah. But uh overall, I don't like it. <laughs> okay. I, I, and when you said at the start, are you gonna watch it again? I probably won't want to watch it again. <laughs> yeah. For that reason. I don't think it's a cognitive regression. I think it's still a recalibration because it's well made. And there were some good parts. The start was actually really good. The start yeah. of the movie was great. And it's interesting that they did, like, the full titles at the start. Yeah. Is this the only Marvel movie that's done that? I think Incredible Hulk did it. Yeah, yeah. But I don't yep. think any other movie did it because they always have that sort of uh, visual credits. The title sequence title at the end. Title sequence at yeah. the end. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but they didn't have that in this one. Yeah, it yeah. tells you who's in the movie before you watch the movie as well. I, I actually, I had a good time with it. Maybe I enjoyed it a bit more than you. I think the problem with this is they should have released it after Civil War and then it would have been a better movie. Where it's released now just makes it, uh, it just 
reduces all the intensity and the stakes and everything. You don't really care care about anything. Yeah, I agree. If it was released after Civil War, so if it was released in 2017 or something. Yeah, if it's the exact same movie released after Civil War, I think it's a better movie than it is now. And maybe if the character was not dead as well. Maybe if Black Widow was still alive. I guess spoilers if you haven't seen Endgame. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, spoilers if you haven't seen any of the previous Marvel movies. But if she was still alive, maybe they could have done something else. Like, because you know she's going to come back and she's still alive. So there's still some implications. But yeah. now that she's not yep. there, kind of feels a li- little like. Yeah. yeah, all the development that she had in this movie is like, it doesn't matter because she's dead. So I guess it can inversely make Infinity War and Endgame more deeper with her character. I think Endgame, yeah. yeah. But yeah. there was enough in Endgame anyway. I, yeah. I don't think that they needed this. If you were to, if no, if, if you haven't seen the MCU before, you've never seen any of the movies, you should watch this after Civil War and they'll probably feel a bit like a better movie. It'll probably make the other movies feel better in terms of Infinity War and Endgame. But you skip the end credits until after. <laughs> yes, because yeah. that wouldn't make any sense. I also give it a cognitive recalibration. I probably enjoyed it a bit more than you. I think yeah. it's worth. I think it's worth one watch. Uh, it's probably I can see people not enjoying it at all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can see it, but I, I personally like this is like bottom of the barrel MCU for me. Well, the qu- the big question is: Is it better than Captain Marvel? <laughs> I didn't hate Captain Marvel that much, so <laughs> I think that's a yeah. For me, it's not, but I didn't hate Captain Marvel that much. I thought it some was people fine. hate it a lot more. Yeah, so I put this in line with like a. For me, uh, maybe like an Iron Man 2, Iron Man 3, that sort of level. Yeah, for yeah. me, it's not even at that level. It's like lower than that. I would say I was a bit disappointed. I expected it to be a bit better, which is maybe why I wanted to wait to record it, just so I... Had some time to think. Yeah, yeah. No, if it is true. actually as bad as I thought it was, well, this or is if that, I'm just disappointed. It, yeah, It's an immediate reaction, because yeah. we literally just watched it. Like um, We only walked out of the cinema maybe 40 minutes ago or something. Yeah. But, I might yeah. change my mind like in a week or in a month or whatever and I might be less negative towards it, but at the moment I yeah. think I'm just disappointed. I, I don't think it's a mate. It's not it's not anywhere near the heights that the MCU has reached in the past. No. Like, it's not yeah. even this uh, solo films, it's and I think one it's just because we've ones. waited like two years for an MCU film and this is the one that comes out. It's like, damn, this is it. Yeah, it's it's yeah. well if you compare it to the other solo films in, in the MCU, so Iron Man, it's not Obviously, nowhere near as good. I wasn't even expecting to be as good as Iron Man. Even like the Thors, the no, Ragnarok, yeah. but the first two, it's probably Captain America's. It's yeah, yeah, not not, not as good. But look, it's fine. It's fine. Yeah. I, I I don't think if you if you like MCU stuff, you'll probably go into it and be like, yeah, it's okay. If you're a super hardcore fan, you might be a bit disappointed. If you're just a, a general fan, you just watch some of these stuff and you kind of enjoy them for what they are, you'll probably be fine with it. But, they are, yeah, there's probably some stuff to talk about in, in spoilers. spoilers. Yeah. 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 Yep. Do you have anything yeah. else non-spoiler to add? Probably not. Okay. So, we're I both going to uh, cognitive recalibration. <laughs> so, yours is a borderline, sounds like. Yeah, yeah. Yep. As long as I've put forward that it's it's pretty negative. I didn't enjoy it. <laughs> I did enjoy it, but I... I see where you're coming from. Like it's it's definitely an underwhelming. I would say not. Don't go in with like very. I I didn't go in with high expectations because no. I didn't think it would be because I already knew that it was what happens with this character and I felt yeah. like it was like a no, yeah. But yeah. I went in with low expectations as well. But I expected uh, better things to do with 
Taskmaster and stuff like that. Yeah, I th- yeah. I think Taskmaster there. Yeah, yeah. That that was definitely a disappointment. But yeah, I I enjoyed it for what it was. So I still recommend it, and it's called new recalibration. I guess mm. we'll jump into spoilers, mm. and uh, we can do some trivia as well in in the spoilers. So if you haven't watched Black Widow and you care about spoilers, come back to this point in the episode. I'll put the description. Um, I'll put the timestamps in the description, and then you can listen to our spoilers. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost fifty pounds. Salads, generally, for most people, are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Starts off when they're they're young. Yeah, obviously Natasha likes changing her hair colors. Yeah, I thought that was a boy. (laughs) <laughs> do you know who that is though i'd read this before this is useless trivia okay that's well, like mila, the actor is yeah okay the, the actor is mila jovovich's daughter oh yeah she and looks paul like ws anderson the director yeah yeah, yeah. they're married so yeah. their daughter yeah. okay initially i thought the little girl looked more like scarlett johansson than the big girl though did you feel the same no okay yeah <laughs> fair enough that's just me then yeah no, I thought the, the little girl one. looks like Scarlett Johansson when she's younger, though. Yeah, I thought the, or maybe because she was blonde, and I'm like, I know Yelena Belova's blonde. Yeah, blonde, so I was yep. just like, yeah, that's obviously yeah. her. There's obviously like a an age gap between, like maybe like five years, eight years, five years, yeah, 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 five, six yep. years, yeah. So yeah, they're they're like the a Russian family. Well, the kids, the kids Scarlett Johansson knows. But the the younger one doesn't know that they're like does undercover. She, does she know they're undercover, or does she just know that they're adopted? Who Scarlett? No, because she's already been to the red room at this point. 
Oh, really? Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because at the end, when when they take them away, they escape America and they go to Cuba. Cuba. Yeah. <laughs> and they, what's his name? Alexi, to- Alexi David Harvard's character. Yeah. He's- Red um, Guardian. Yeah. Scarlett Johansson's character says, don't take the little one away. Don't take her to the place. And he's like, you were younger when you went there. She'll be okay. I see. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah I get that. Yeah. So, she she's already been there. And then they take the younger one there as well. Okay. That's yeah. kind of like the opening. They escape America. They steal some information. And then there's the extended titles sequence. Yep. And this was all like, like like I said, if you didn't know this was a Marvel movie. Yeah, it felt it felt like a spy thriller almost. Could have been yeah. something else. But then when they flash 21 years ahead after the title sequence, that's when it becomes more like a Marvel movie. Anyway, w- William Hurt is uh, chasing after- Chasing after um, Black Widow. Small cameo from him. That's kind of like a through line through the movie, but they don't really go back to it that much. I think yeah. they could have used, used it more. Probably used that more because yeah. she would have been on the run from these guys. Yeah, but also chasing the other guys. Yeah, it could have yeah. been could have been fun. Robert Downey Jr. was meant to like. There was news that he was in this movie, but he's not. Unless we missed him for some reason, but he's he's not in it. Wouldn't have added anything? I don't know. Maybe not, but yeah. I feel like if someone was in it, even as a small cameo, might have added a bit. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah. I don't know. I don't think cameo. I don't think using cameos for the sake of cameos is not good as well. Yeah, like, yeah. they need to have substance when they use them. So, oh, at least I think at the end it would have been good to see how she. Uh, I guess they sort of explain it. Like she yeah. gets the jet and she's gonna. Go break them out and whatever. So, yeah, I guess that makes sense. I thought they would have explored the whole Budapest thing with, More, her, yeah. Yeah, with her and uh, Hawkeye. They, they kind of do. The bridge yeah. over in like a... So, the cameo here is they do have the flashback and Jeremy Renner's voice is in it. Oh, is that yeah. actually his voice? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uncredited, but I read somewhere that it's his voice. It's actually his voice. Yeah, okay. I didn't recognize it, but someone said it. Yeah, yeah. he's... Yeah. He's got a he's got a generic voice. Yeah. So, yeah. Although he does sing, so I don't know. Um, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but it was it was okay. And yeah. they they have this sequence where she's she's got this guy that obviously has been there the whole time, but he helps her get equipment and stuff. Yeah, so yeah. that apparently is a minor comic character called Rick Mason. I think he's like a Shield agent in the comics, but he's just a different character in this yeah. to what he is in the comics. Yeah. It's like a it's like a fence, not a fence, like a fixer. He gets a he gets at things and yeah he organizes like a she goes somewhere she's she's in Norway like, yeah she's hiding out and then Taskmaster turns up so the the whole plot of this movie is essentially what's that guy's name Drogodov not Drogodov Drakov Ray Winston yeah. yeah his character he controls all the Black Widows with some the thing that they steal at the start from America is like mind control technology which the mum. Well, it's not their real mum, but it's the mum that was acting like their mum. Yeah, she weaponizes it, and he uses it to mind control all the Black Widows. That's right. Yep. And Florence Pooh's character is a she's mind controlled at the start, and she's they're trying to take down this person that has some stuff, and you find out those vials like stop them from being it's mind like controlled. Yeah. It's like an antidote. Yeah, that was all rushed for me because they probably should have. Apparently, she's committed atrocities and stuff. Uh, as Florence Pugh's character. Yeah, yeah as yeah. Black Widow, but yeah. you don't see any of that. Like, nah, you, the yeah. first time you see her is- When on, she gets- um, When she gets- Antidoted. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you don't really see much of that anyway. Did they ever explain who created the antidote? Yeah, it's the mum. Oh, no, the antidote. Yeah. No. They no. didn't explain that, did no. they? 
I think it's meant to be that chick that she kills at the start. Is it? I don't know. I don't know. Maybe we missed it, but it's never... It's it's kind of thrown away if if, if it is. It's not explored that much. Yeah, that was one. Yeah. That that's when I thought maybe RDJ was going to make a cameo because maybe he was he was involved in it. I don't know, or maybe he they take it to him. And but at this stage, because it's after Civil War, then probably not on talking terms anyway. But anyway, that's like the main through line of the story. And then they they team up together to take down. Drakov. I'm going to say his name's Drakov. I'm not sure what it was. <laughs> I think it's Drakov. Dromanov? Uh, something like that. It's a yeah. Russian name. Yeah. Starting with D. Yeah. So they break David Harbour's character in this is like Russian Captain America. Red Guardian. Yeah. He's in prison. So they break him out of prison. He's okay in this, I guess. He's kind of some- comedic-ish. Yeah. I, I didn't think the jokes landed that much for me. Some of them were funny. Some of them weren't that funny. They, they try and be comedic. So obviously when there were... In America, they were spies, yeah. so they put on American accents, uh, and that's why- uh, And Scarlett Johansson keeps the keeps accent. Keeps the American accent? Yes. But- Everyone else has a Russian accent. Why does- I'm Elena- guessing she was too young. I guess. Yeah, well, so yeah. Scarlett Johansson's character is maybe like 12 or something, so she keeps her accent, but she was like five or four, so she loses her accent and takes the Russian accent. Fair enough, yeah. But yeah. the- the problem is in the MCU, whenever they give someone an accent, they got to stick with that accent you or else you get it. an yeah. Elizabeth Olsen situation. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You got to so keep now, it, yeah. So now Florence Pugh has to do a Russian accent for All the rest the of her life. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> for however many, however many uh, MCU movies she's contracted for. And then what, what happens after that? So they have there's some action sequence. So they, they, they decide to team up and take down. Yeah, so she yeah. goes to Budapest and... Well, she first has a fight with Taskmaster. They have a fight with Taskmaster. Yeah, yeah she gets destroyed, and and then they, she goes to Budapest, and then they also fight with Taskmaster. There. Taskmaster also turns up there. Yeah, and they fight there, and uh, that's a that was a yeah. pretty decent action sequence. And then they decide to break out yeah. David Harbour. Oh, and the other thing is, do you know the mind control technology? This is a little Easter egg that uh, they uh, uh, that apparently could be true. I don't think it's true. Well, it could be true, actually. The information they stole, this is later in the movie, the mum says that it was from S.H.I.E.L.D. that they stole it, but it was also Hydra information that they stole. Do you remember that? Yeah. She, yeah. She, yeah. She, so, apparently, it, yeah. yeah. So, the theory is that it's all the information on how they mind-controlled the Winter Soldier. So, they kind of weaponized that. They put that into a chip and then they- yeah, injected into into people. Into people, yeah. essentially. Yeah. I just found it interesting that this guy was doing it the whole time and no one No one cared or not knew. knew. Yeah. yeah. I'm sure someone knew, but maybe they just didn't care. So yeah, then they break out Red Guardian from his prison. And that was uh another big action sequence with an avalanche and it was fun. It was They wear their white suits because they're in the snow. Is that why? <laughs> I thought they just uh, I think it's because it camouflages in the snow. Were they planning on that or I'm pretty sure. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I thought they just had white suits. White suits, so like, yeah. yeah. I, I think I think it's because they're in the snow. They end up having to wear that for the rest of the movie, though. They do, yes, yes. And then they go and the, the family essentially gets back together. They go uh, meet Rachel Weiss's character. Yeah, so she's still been working with that guy till now. There's maybe 10 to 15, maybe 10 minutes of, like, character moments with within the family. Which yeah, are, yep. I thought it was okay. It was okay. Yeah. They kind of realized they were a family. Like, they they all felt like they weren't a family. Well, some of them feel like they were a family, and Scarlett Johansson doesn't feel like they were a family, and then they all, they're a family. 
Yeah, it was that's okay. essentially it, isn't it? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, yeah. That, that's it. Yeah, <laughs> and it all happens within like a couple of hours. I just noticed this in terms of lighting, and I don't know. It looks like it was a mistake, but like when they're having when they're at the table initially, mm. it's like daytime. Yeah, and yeah. then Florence Pugh's like, "Oh, I'm gonna go away," and then yeah. David Harbour's like, "I'm gonna go talk to her." And then it's dark. Yeah. So <laughs> my theory is that they sat there until it was dark. But then did Scarlett Johansson and Rachel Weisz also sit at the I table? I think so. Until I it think was they dark? sat there. They <laughs> sat there and pondered for a couple of hours without talking. None of them talked for like a couple of hours. They just sat there and did nothing. <laughs> uh, okay. I did realize that as well. And that sort of winds. This is like the pre-climax section where they. They end up all going to this. There's something else here, actually. You find out Scarlett Johansson thinks her mum, her real mum, abandoned her the whole time. But actually, she got bought from her parents and yeah. her mum tried to find her. And she was eventually killed by Droganov or Drakov or whatever his name is. But there's an interesting thing here. She says that the Rachel Weiss's character says she was chosen because of her genetic makeup. When she was an infant, she the theory mutant. is she's a mutant. Which is not what she is in the comics. But yeah, but yeah. it would be outlandish. She's dead now anyway, so who cares? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. She obviously doesn't. Her powers aren't defying death or anything. So No, no. Yeah. Her powers aren't. She can't withstand great force. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so it could be that. That could be a second sort of uh, subtle nudge that there's mutants. There's mutants coming. Yeah. Because yeah. WandaVision had that thing around her being a... Yep, similar to that, like genetic makeup. You heard it here first. And then we get into the climax section where they're in this, what do you call it? It's like a- It's a helicarrier. It's a helicarrier. Is it? Well, it's not a helicarrier, but But it's it's like like a helicarrier. So it's basically hovering over somewhere. And it's the red room. It's the red room. The red room is, they can't find where the red room is. And it, it apparently it keeps changing. changing dark. Because it's always moving, I guess. Exactly. So they, they find the red room and then they do a bit of a switcheroo. Yes, they yeah. use the face mask. They use the yeah. Mission Impossible face mask. When did she last? She uses it in Winter um, Soldier. Winter Soldier. Yeah. Is that the last Soldier. time? I think so. She doesn't use it in Civil War. Yeah, I can't remember. Yeah, but it's in Winter Soldier. Her and Rachel Weisz swap places. Did you see that coming? No, nah, I, I was surprised coming. by that. Yeah, because yeah. I thought yeah. Rachel Weisz was actually bad, but no. Same. She was, she was Same. good. They do a bit of a switcheroo, and then this is where... I don't know, they were stretching a bit, where he's like, the the smell of the guy can stop people from... Hurting him? Yeah. I don't know, that was... Got an alien snapped half the universe away. <laughs> Just go, keep going back to that, and then well, that was stuff slightly... seems less fabulous. Yeah. Well, I would say that is probably more believable than this, to be yeah. honest. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, she, can't kill, she can't kill this guy because she can smell him, essentially. Exactly. So yeah. she, like, breaks her... Nerve that goes into her nose or she something. She breaks her nose. Yeah. yeah she yeah. breaks her nose so she can't smell anymore. But then she beats the shit out of him. <laughs> <laughs> Essentially. <laughs> yeah. And then there's, and they could have done more with this action sequence. There's a fight between Red Guardian and Taskmaster, and he essentially gets wasted. Um, yeah. Red Guardian's just yeah. getting the beat shit out of him as well. Yeah. 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 But uh, it makes sense. The Red Guardian would never be able to beat Taskmaster because he's fat and unfit. He's he strong. does have super strength, though. He's but, strong, yeah. but other than that, I think the only person that would be able to beat Red Guardian, wow. well, normal people. Hulk obviously would just beat the shit out of them, or like Thor. But if you're a normal person, only Captain America and Iron Man would be able to beat him. With a soldier? Nah, I think with soldier would lose. Why? Uh, it's not enough of a tactician. <laughs> I think they'd have a good fight, but maybe. Oh, also, in this movie, everyone's doing the Winter Soldier move. 
Like Taskmaster's doing it. Yelena Bolanov's doing it. What's the Winter Soldier move? It's when you you've got a knife in one hand and life they're, they're holding the they're holding that hand and you're trying to stab them. And then you drop the knife and you catch it in the other hand and you stab them. Ah, uh, okay. I didn't know that was that that's was a, his, it's it's Winter Soldier move. It's that was his win- trademark move. I didn't yeah. know that. Okay. Yeah, yeah I thought yeah. they could have used Taskmaster. Yeah. So more. if you don't know Taskmaster, he's essentially. He could copy. He's like a mimic. He's a. Uh, he's got. Is it photographic memory? Like, yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, it's not photographic. It's a photo muscular memory or something. Yeah. It's when he w- looks at something, he can copy that exactly. Yeah, that's yeah. right. And I thought they would have had, and maybe I just don't know the the characters well enough, but I thought they would have had sections where there was someone recognized, like there was like a Black Panther move, which I there was a Black Panther one. There's Hawkeye. There's Hawkeye. There's I think Winter there was a Soldier. Captain America. Well, it's got a shield, so I guess it's yep. Captain America stuff. And then the Winter Soldier move. Yeah, oh, yeah, but it wasn't really that great. No, uh, and he copies Black Widow's moves as well. Does that thing that they all do, the one yeah. where they wrap their legs around your head and spin you. If this was what they were going to do with Taskmaster, they probably shouldn't have done it in this movie. They it should have been. probably done it in a another movie. I think Taskmaster will come back. But underwhelming. <laughs> will it be another Taskmaster or will it be this Taskmaster? No, I think this one, yeah. How will they? This is a reveal afterwards, but it's the daughter of- Drakov or Dragunov or oh, whatever his name yeah. is. We're, no, we're never going to tell you what the name is and you, you're never going to find out as well because <laughs> yeah. no one actually knows. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah. you don't really need to know because no. he's dead anyway. Yeah. You're never going to see him. <laughs> because Scarlett Johansson beat the shit out of him. <laughs> That's not how he dies, but yeah. I think it will be her comeback. Anti-villain, not, uh, not a villain. Yeah, the, essentially, she's under the same spell as all the other black widows. Black widows, so she gets hit with that antidote, and she's fine. And that's that's it. They they fall out of the sky. They fall out of the sky. They parachute. Dragunov's blown up. That's it. He's definitely dead this time. He's dead. Yep, yeah. Yeah. Oh, and the other thing is, how did he? Survive how did he survive that? the first time? I don't know. They yeah. never explain it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, how do they uh, both survive it? And uh, the red in the red in Scarlett Johansson's ledger that they always talk about is that she used Dragunov's daughter as bait to kill Dragunov, and she had to kill Dragunov's daughter to kind of do it. So that's what she's atoning for in everything. But then she finds out that she did die anyway in this movie, so, so she has good. no red in her ledger anymore. All good. She just yeah. kind of stuffed her face up, and that's all. Otherwise, she's she's fine. Yeah, yeah. she became. She's got photomuscular memory. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So it's it's not that bad, and then that's that's the end, and then the family. I well, guess, uh, yeah, she kind of gives. At some point, she sees that there's lots of other black widows around the world. She gives that information to Yelena, and they go and try and save all those people. So I yeah. guess that's what they've been doing. That's what they've been doing, and mm-hmm. David Harbour and Rachel Weiser. They're going to tag along for for the journey with her and, and all the other black widows and all the other black widows and yeah. the black widow. Yeah, this is weird. I thought there was going to be something there, like. She at just the, stands there. Yeah, at the end, she's she, everything's everything's done. They've killed the guy, that, like, and the other guys are going away in their own plane to get all the other Black Widows. And William Hurt is coming to coming to get Scarlett Johansson. But at the start of Civil, at the start of Infinity War, she's not captured by William Hurt, so she obviously escapes somehow from them. But they're right there, so she's there's she doesn't just run away. Well, she might just run away. But they're right there. There's got to be a bit of a fight. Yeah. And there's all these cars and stuff. So she's not running away from that. Yeah. But it just cuts away. And then it cuts. Maybe they capture her and then she escapes. Okay. Yeah. I thought that someone was going to come save her. Yeah. That would have made sense. It was like Falcon or something. Uh, Well, they're in jail. So it would have to be Steve Rogers. 
He's I the guess, only one yeah. that's not. Oh, they do yeah. say that they've captured everyone. Everyone except, else, yeah. Except yeah. Steve Rogers and her, yeah. It could be Steve Rogers and Winter Soldier. They're the only... Oh, no, Winter Soldier's in Wakanda. You know, yeah. It can't be him. He's but, yeah. chilling in the ice. Yeah, yeah. So it would have to. It would only be Steve Rogers. But it just cuts away and then it cuts back to... I guess it wouldn't make sense either. Like, why would he be there anyway? Unless he just happens to be there. But I feel like that's the only cameo that would have made sense. I guess. We could have seen Chris Evans with that beard one last time. One last time. But anyway, cuts away and then it cuts to... He, he, she meets that guy again, the guy that gets her stuff, and he gets her a plane. And she's blonde. She's blonde, yeah. 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 And the show earlier that she has blonde, she's, she's yeah, getting ready. She, I thought she was going to do it yeah. before, but she doesn't. She does it later. What do yeah. you think? So she has a different hairstyle in every movie. So what, what do you think is her best hairstyle? Best hair, I would say. Iron Man 2? Iron Man 2's hair is pretty good. Oh, uh, yeah, in like, terms of comic accurate or like just- curly. Comic accurate or just best hair in general? Just best hair. I like her Infinity War and game hair. Yeah. yeah. And game, she's like a- Halfway. Half- yeah. In between. I like her in Winter Soldier, maybe? That's nah, a that's straight, a worst hair. That's a straight one, right? Yeah. Nah. That's a worst hair, 100%. Civil War? What's Civil War is basically her. Basically this one, this one yeah. yeah. Maybe Endgame. It's a hybrid. But comic accurate, Iron Man 2. Best hair. Avengers? What did she have in that? It's like the short hair. Yeah. The short red hair. I don't like it that much. Ultron? Mm, can't remember. <laughs> yeah. I think she looked the same yeah, as um, I think Avengers it's the same. in that. All right, we can. Is there anything else? Or oh, we can talk about the after credits. Yeah, that's basically it, isn't it? Yeah, she gets a plane and she goes and says she's going to break the other guys out of prison. So I get, I'm guessing she finds Steve Rogers in the middle somewhere and they go break him out. And then Infinity War, then they're out and about. So she obviously doesn't break out, or she does break out Hawkeye and Ant Man, but they don't join her. They take deals. Oh, okay, to leave. They take deals with that. They're already out by the time they get there, I think. Okay. Because they take a deal with the government or something. And then the after credits, so we've got... Yeah, so this goes post-end game. Yes. And you've got uh, Yelena, and she goes to the gravesite of Black Widow. Well, her body's not there, so it's just a... Just a grave. What's her name? Madam Hydra. Valentina, and She's lots of a, other names after a that. big name. Yeah. yeah. D- Del Fontaine or something. She turns Previously up. seen her in Captain America, the Winter Soldier. Yeah, no. Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Yeah. yeah, that's right. So this would have been her first appearance, actually, yep. if Black Widow wasn't delayed, but it doesn't make any difference anyway. It would have been like, who's this person? And we're still like, who's this, who's person? this person? But anyway, she's. it sounds like Yelena has been working for her. And got another mission for her. And she pulls out an iPad and she's uh, got a really bad picture of Jeremy Ryder. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Just a picture where they did, like, no one told him they would take you a picture of him. Yeah. <laughs> It's yeah. him on the toilet. <laughs> Just open the door. It's, it's him on the toilet. He's like, oh, no, what are you doing? <laughs> it wouldn't be funny if it's just a picture of Jeremy Renner, like... On the toilet? <laughs> that, or he's just, like, I don't know, composing one of his songs or something. He's just, like, he's just at a concert and, yeah. He is in Hawkeye costume in the picture. He's yeah. in Ronan costume, right? Yeah, Ronan costume. Yeah, so it's just, like... This guy is the reason... The reason your sister's dead. Yeah, your sister's dead. And yeah. she's like, okay, I'll... Go kill him. I'll go kill him. So yeah. she's going to turn up in Hawkeye. Yeah, which has been confirmed. So oh, she's, is it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. She's she's going to be in Hawkeye. So yeah. she's going to she's gonna fight with him. Yeah, yeah. And then he's going to get an arrow and, like, kill her. And that's it. Yeah, well, that would be anticlimactic. <laughs> that would definitely make any, every event in this movie <laughs> absolutely useless. <laughs> I actually like Florence Pugh's character, and 
I hope they do more with her in the future. I think they will. I think they'll do a Young Avengers type thing and she'll be in it. Yeah, so Kate Shortland, the director of this movie, said there's potentially plans for another Black Widow film, but it will be with another character. The only other character it's going to be is probably... Yelena. She's really good. Unless she's one of those yeah. other random Black Widows. No, I, I doubt that, yeah. <laughs> if if anything, she's the one that the jokes land with with her in the this best. movie. Yeah, yeah, I think so. She uh, pulls it off well. Did, there's a joke in this movie how... She keeps bagging out Black Widow for doing that pose. Do, yeah, it's like it's like that pose when one of her legs is stretched out and she's squatting. She does it in Iron Man. She does it in every. She movie. does it in every. Yeah. yeah. Apparently that came about because Florence Pugh was bagging her out in real life about it. Oh, okay. Yeah. Like, let's just put it. Let's in put it in. I know a lot of people say like the Marvel sometimes the comedy takes away from the moments. Probably does. Like in yeah. this movie, it was fine. I, I I found they did hit that much, but Florence Pugh was good comedically as well. So we'll see what happens in Hawkeye then. Yeah, Maybe yeah. she's going to fight with- She's uh, probably going to fight with uh, Hayley Steinfeld. Yeah, so, so, it it's is Steinfeld. Yeah, it's not Seinfeld. <laughs> <laughs> you got me mixed up now. Yeah. Uh, yeah, she might fight with her. Yeah. Maybe they'll they'll, they'll have friends. a Yeah, they'll sing songs. They'll become- Yeah, that's right. With Jeremy Renner. <laughs> yeah, they're all- uh, They're all musical. I don't know if Florence Pugh's musical. Yeah, maybe not. But Hayley- Hallie Steinfeld. I actually didn't even know she acted before, but she obviously started acting long before she started singing because yeah, she, she was in, won the uh, Oscar for True Grit. Well, did she? Okay. I didn't know that, but yeah, yeah. She, she was in Pitch Perfect. Oh, long before that, she was in True Grit and she won yeah. the Oscar for that. And she's in other movies too. Like, yeah, yeah. Yeah. She's in that TV show, Dickinson. She was in Age of 17. Yeah. Bumblebee. Bumblebee. Yeah. So anyway, we'll see, we'll we'll see, see what happens. That, I think they'll be, uh, they'll be good. I think that's the only thing I like about this movie is that they introduced her character and she'll be in future stuff. And Hawkeye is already my uh, most anticipated Disney Plus show. So Okay, so it'll work out for you. Could be interesting. And it, it sounds like Madame Hydra is trying to make a, a team of some sorts. Yeah, so she's going to have Johnny Walker. Yeah, Johnny Walker keep on walking. Yeah. <laughs> and Yelena Bulova. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe she's maybe Taskmaster or something as well. I don't yeah. know. Maybe no. she's going to turn up in Hawkeye and she's like, yeah. I want you on my team. And then Hawkeye's yeah. going to be like, nah, <laughs> just shoot her with well, an arrow. In, originally in the comics, William Hurt's character, Thunderbolt Ross, he makes the Thunderbolts, which is the the bad guy team, the suicide okay. squad of the, the Marvel Universe. Maybe... Maybe Madame Hydra is going to do it in this instead. Or maybe she's working for him. Because you know how she's, Elena's like, oh, I need a pay rise. And she's like, oh, both of us do. So, she, oh, yeah. Maybe, maybe he's the, the boss. boss. Yeah. He's yeah. not the boss. Because it, it sounds like they're making a Thunderbolts S team. Yeah. Which is what I think Taskmaster might come into. I oh, think yeah. they'll use Taskmaster and Thunderbolts. And then they'll fight the Young Avengers. Maybe. Yeah. But I think Elena Belova is going to be in the Young Avengers. So she's going to be in both teams. Yeah. And she's going to realize that double agent. This team's not good. Yeah. She's going to join the Young Avengers because they're young. They're not actually, some of them aren't that young because she's like 27. So (laughs) (laughs) she's not that young. Yeah. Yeah. You could, you could argue it's the old Avengers still. (laughs) (laughs) Well, who else would be in the Young Avengers? So, um, well, Katie, uh, Katie, uh, forgetting her last name. Haley Steinfeld. Haley Steinfeld's character. Kate something will come to me and say. You keep thinking about that. Ms. Marvel? Possibly Wanda's kids. Possibly. Wanda's probably the same age as Yelena Belova. <laughs> probably, because Black Widow's older than Wanda. Yeah, she yeah, probably is. She probably is, isn't yeah, she? she yeah. probably is. So maybe she's not going to be the Young Avengers. Well, she's Wanda's, too old. I think Wanda's like 30. 
like in the unit, like at, yeah. at the time of WandaVision, I think she's like 31 yeah. or something. And in this yeah. in this movie, Yelena Belova would be like the, uh, 27, I think. 30 is a cutoff. 30 is a cutoff. <laughs> You're not young. You've yeah. got to be less than 30. So we got those ones. Wanda's, did I say Wanda's kids? Who else? Spider-Man. People are maybe theorizing young Loki might come back. And kill Thor again. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Spoilers for Loki. If you yeah. haven't seen Loki, yeah. Uh, Spider-Man, maybe. I guess he's younger than Yelena Belova, so. Yeah, he's younger than 30. Who else is there? Is there a young Captain America? There's yeah, Iron Patriot. Heart. Ironheart and Patriot. Yeah. Patriot was a Falcon and the Winter Soldier. He's uh, Asai Bradley's grandson. Gran- yeah, grandson. Ironheart. Ironheart. Which is coming as well. I think that's it. There's Ant-Man's. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, and her. Yeah, yeah Ant-Man's. But she's prob- she probably... If the, if the cutoff is thirty, then she'll probably make it yeah, yeah. because she's she's getting up there as well. Some of these guys aren't that young. It's gonna be a it's gonna be a big range. If you take Wanda's kids as the bottom range, yeah, and then but you take- they'll they'll be older now as well. Okay, yeah. So I think they'll be twenties maybe. Your later Belova would be the top range though because they can be just the- make themselves older. True. To be honest, they're the most powerful ones anyway. So, <laughs> so Yelena Belovas, yeah, she's probably like the just uh, in a couple of years she'll have to she have to stop going. Yeah, maybe that's, because it'll be creepy. That's when she, yeah, <laughs> that's when she joins the uh, Thunderbolts. She's like, nah, that's it. But so, we'll see. Maybe it'll be Thunderbolts versus Young Avengers. That could be. I could see that happening. Is Abomination in Thunderbolts? Yes, in the original team. Yes, who's uh, appeared yeah. in a Shang Chi trailer? Yes, yeah, Ed Wong was in that trailer as well. Was he fighting Wong? Yeah, he's fighting Wong, yeah. What's what's Wong doing? I don't know. Wong's there. <laughs> Wong's he's fighting the abomination. <laughs> okay. What, what kind of tournament yeah. is this? It's like some Mortal Kombat tournament. Apparently it is. Well, should we? Should I talk about theories for Shang-Chi? Why not? Yeah. yeah. Apparently it's a tournament that the Mandarin sets up, who's in, who's in uh, Shang-Chi, if you didn't know. He's uh, Shang-Chi's dad. It's actually not pronounced Shang-Chi as well. Similarly, you, yeah, yeah. Shang-Chi. I can't say probably, to be honest. So, Mortal Kombat-style tournament that he sets up, and whoever wins it gets his rings. Why, did, why is he giving away his rings? I think he's too old. Okay. <laughs> I think he's yeah. retiring. Yeah. Because if you look, if you see the trailer, he's like he's been alive for ages. That's pretty cool. Yeah. If it's like a, a tournament-type yeah. movie. Yeah. I, I think that's what the storyline's going to be. Mandarin also has a daughter, so she'll be in the tournament as well. So how does Shang-Chi beat Abomination? Well, I don't know. Maybe Wong beats Abomination. <laughs> and then- oh, Wong could probably beat yeah, him. Yeah. He just sends him into some yeah. dimension. That's so it. I'm yeah. guessing why Wong's there is because he doesn't want people to get their hands on the rings. Doctor Strange. Doctor Strange is busy doing multiverse stuff, so he's, he's, he's like, he's you deal with this ring shit. He's sorting out the madness in the multiverse. So yeah. he's, he's just like, go get these rings. But if that's what the movie's going to be, it's going to be sick. That's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah that, that will be pretty cool. See who else turns up. Well, hopefully they didn't ruin everything in the trailer. Zemo? I doubt he would turn up, but maybe. Yeah. <laughs> he's in the he's in the Thunderbolts. Yeah, as maybe well. that's yeah. where they all aggregate. All right. Any other implications for MCU? Obviously, that's not a that's not related to this this Black Widow movie. But that's just my theory as well. It might not be true. Shang Chi was my most anticipated. Marvel movie. Yeah, I think if if that's what the movie is, I'll really enjoy it. If it's not that, then I won't enjoy it. (laughs) (laughs) Well, yours was Eternals. Yeah, which also looks quite good. But This was out of the four movies coming out this year in Marvel. I think Black Widow was actually my last, least anticipated. And then it was Shang-Chi, then Spider-Man, then Eternals. I think I've changed my mind and I think it's Spider-Man now. Spider-Man, I don't know. I I think, I don't think everything that people are saying is going to happen is going to happen in that movie. Yeah. I think there's yeah. there's just too much 
but if everything people say is going to happen in that it's, movie, it's oh, going to be amazing. Be, yeah, crazy, but yeah. Uh, I don't think it's. But there is some stuff that's confirmed. Toby Maguire's in it. That's not confirmed. No. Andrew Garfield's in it. That's not confirmed either. But Alfred Molina's in it. Yeah, because yeah. he said it. I and think um, Jamie well, yeah. Foxx is in it. Yeah, that's confirmed as well. Yeah. yeah. So even if it's just them two, it's still sick. And I'm pretty sure Toby Maguire's in it. I've got a bit of trivia. So yeah. how many movies has Scarlett Johansson appeared in as Black Widow? As Black Widow? Do you want me to count them? Yeah. Okay. It might take a little bit. I'm going to go to the toilet and count while I'm in the toilet. So you can, <laughs> you can, um, you could cut this out later. <laughs> so it's gone off to a uh, count how many movies Black Widow's been in. So you, you guys can also count while we're waiting. Did you do your counting? Okay. So I did my counting in the toilet. All right. I think it's seven. Is that right? No. Did I miss one? You missed a couple. Missed a couple? Yeah. Okay. Well, tell us the ones you have. Well, Iron Man 2. Yeah. It's her debut. Yeah. And then Avengers. Yep. And then she was in Captain America Winter Soldier. Mm-hmm. And then she was in Avengers 2. Yep. Ultron. And then she was in Captain America Civil War. Yep. And then she was in Infinity War. Mm-hmm. Then she was in Endgame. Yep. And then she was in this. Well, Wait, that's that's eight. that's eight. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I I was doing other stuff as well, so I couldn't I couldn't use my fingers. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. well, yeah. you missed one, and it's all right. It's not really one, but she's in Captain Marvel. Is she in the end credits? Oh yeah. Ah, yeah. oh, that's bullshit. <laughs> to be fair, though, all of Nick Fury's, um, all of Nick Fury's appearances in movies are in end credits, so. So, Chloe Zhao was first considered to actually direct this film, but, but she, she's doing Eternals instead. She, apparently, she chose to do Eternals instead. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Because this one sucks. <laughs> <laughs> so, whenever I look at, like, trivia on IMDb, it ranges from, like, actual good trivia to, like... To absolute utter bullshit. <laughs> yeah. And this is Just one like, of those. Yeah. So, David Harbour plays the character Alexi in Black Widow. And on Stranger Things 3, he plays Jim Hopper, who kidnaps a Russian scientist named Alexei. <laughs> um, so thanks for Just, that. Just, yep, out yeah. of utter bullshit that no one asked for. So in the movie, Alexei is a father figure to Natasha Romanoff, but in the original comics, apparently Alexei and Natasha were husband and wife. He's more of a husband and wife to that other chick. Yeah, I, forget, I keep forgetting her name. She's a, got a, she's a comic book character as well, but she's nothing like the comic book character. Yeah, so Melina is named yeah. after Melina Wostikov. She's agent. Iron Maiden, yeah. Yes, a Russian <laughs> agent who later went on to freelance and was known as Iron Maiden. Yeah. Who's Iron Maiden? It's like Iron Man, but... No, it's just like another Russian spy thing. But she's nothing like the character that she's in the comics. Her mask is seen in one of the scenes, Iron Maiden's mask, so possibly hit together her using it in the past. Like, do you know when she opens up her cupboard full of goodies? It's in the background. It's in yeah. the, Okay. Yeah. Little Easter. That's, a, that's the Easter egg. That's the Easter egg. Okay. Yeah. We're going to answer the question. Yeah. Is there an Easter egg? Well, that one is. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So, yes, yeah. there is. There's, there's only yeah. one, though. Yeah. That's the only one. There's only one. That, yeah. There's not Easter eggs, not plural. If one, anyone asks Easter you egg. what the Easter egg is, that is the Easter egg. That's the one. That's yeah. the one. I thought they wanted a physical, like, just a little chocolate Easter egg. It's just- There's also that as well. Is it in there? You know how they pretend to celebrate Christmas and all that? It's in there. It's yep. in there. It's yeah, in there. It's in yep. one of the photos. You got it. You got yeah. it. Yeah. We solved it. Yeah. That's why That's why they released Black Widow, for the two Easter eggs. <laughs> the one physical and the one non-physical. Yes. Yeah. yeah. That's right. That's all anyone ever wanted. 
And I'm guessing these her family got snapped, or else she would have during Endgame. She would have at least. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm guessing Yelena Belova, Rachel Weisz, and Red Guardian all got snapped because she seems very lonely in Endgame. <laughs> I think that's it. Do you have anything else Black Widow related? We can talk no. about spiders again if you want. I've got more stuff. No, please <laughs> don't. Um, <laughs> no, I don't think so. I think that was it. Ultimately, a disappointing experience for me. I think the the next three movies will be. Much better. Hopefully. Tall grass and piles of firewood or debris make attractive places to find food, hide, and build webs for black widows. Oh, okay. That's why you often see Scarlett Johansson in tall grass. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Homes that, have, that already have insect issues have a potential to develop a black widow problem. So that's why she was in that really dingy hut or whatever. Yeah. Probably a lot of insects there. Just and with family. A, and so it was a black widow problem. On that note, if people want to get in touch with us and talk to us about how much they enjoyed or- Maybe they loved it. Yeah. Tell me how wrong I am. I'm often wrong, so- I think overall this has been- I don't think it's been like beloved or anything. No. Nah. It's, it's been pretty mixed. So, yeah, you can let us know how you felt about Black Widow. So, how do they go about that? So, they can contact us at cognitive recalibration podcast at gmail.com or- uh, on all platforms, just search search for cognitive recalibration. Yeah, so I've, I'll also leave the links to those down below. So we're on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. So if you want to support the podcast, you can do so via giving us a positive review on iTunes because that makes us more discoverable on their search engine. If you're a listener on Stitcher or Spotify or any of the other podcast services, if there is a mechanism for, for you to give us a review, please do so. But if not, I think you just have to listen to our episodes. So just... Uh, Listen throughout uh, and give us the download. So even if you haven't watched the movie, listen up to our non-spoiler section and just let it play so we get the we get the download. So next week we actually got Loki. That is our episode. For oh, next okay, week. yeah, yeah. So that movie that we <laughs> that I might watch tomorrow is uh, the week afterwards. Uh, or we could actually, just couple them. Loki. I think we'll have quite a bit to talk about in Loki, yeah. though. So probably we might not couple it. We we'll have to figure out where we do. That movie, that movie being your predicted first cognitive re- regression of the year, Space Jam. Because Which we saw a trailer of before this movie as it well. Looked am- I don't know what you're talking <laughs> about. It looked amazing to me. It's coming out next week, officially. There are some preview screenings this weekend as well. So next week, we're going to do Loki. That's the plan. The week after, so we could do Space Jam, but the week after, Snake Eyes comes out. Okay. So the original plan was we'd do Snake Eyes. I think we do both. I think we do both because Space Jam's going to be shit and we're not going to want to talk about it. <laughs> so so okay. we, we do both. All right. We'll yeah. do Snake Eyes and Space Jam the week after. Yeah. I was actually going to plan to put it together with Jungle Cruise, which is the week after that. Yeah, okay. Which is probably also going to be shit. It doesn't matter. Put it, put whatever. the They're, they're going to be shit anyway. But we should probably do Space Jam earlier rather than later. Yeah, why not? Yeah. So we'll do it. We'll do it after Loki. So if you're waiting yeah. for our Space Jam review, it's coming. It's, it's coming. coming in a most couple anticipated. Weeks. Yeah. yeah, in a couple of weeks. I'm actually looking forward to tear it apart. So if you guys want to hear us tear a movie apart, I think that's the one. We'll see. I, I okay. It, it, it's probably not going to be good. But I've seen yeah. nothing, nothing from it that t- that indicates it might even be good <laughs> or even okay. <laughs> nothing, nothing I've seen. I haven't even seen any good basketball from it. Like, yeah. I at least want to see LeBron James do some, like, dunks or something. You could just watch an actual game. You, you could just watch an actual game if you want to do that, I guess. Yeah. Where, where do you sit on the uh, Michael Jordan versus LeBron James Oh, like, goat? Yeah. 
I am not the best person to ask about that because I never watched Michael Jordan play. So I guess, but when Michael well, Jordan played, him in he, Space Jam. I did. Yeah. <laughs> if, if we're going to talk about who's got the better Space Jam movie, I'm probably going to say Michael. Jordan. <laughs> I haven't seen this movie yet, but I'm probably going to say Michael Jordan. They're both they're both crazy. They're both good yeah. good uh, good athletes. I think there's a clear split, but I think I didn't really watch Michael Jordan. I don't even watch basketball, but I mm. think Michael Jordan is better. Just because I've seen the documentary, he seems like he's he actually never said that he was also the greatest, as opposed to LeBron, mm. who actually said that. And I think the people who are goats never actually say they're goats. And he does have more titles than LeBron, so he has more rings. And he dominated. I think he has more longer. MVPs as well. Maybe I'm I'm not sure. And he's just yeah. dominated for way longer. Pretty much just took out any competitors that he had. But, yeah, you can tell us how wrong we are about our <laughs> basketball thoughts as well yeah. from a guy that watches no basketball and a guy that watches some basketball. Yeah. Well, yeah. There's, there's people yeah. before Michael Jordan, which we obviously haven't watched, like um, yeah, what's Larry his, Bird and uh, uh, Abdul. Nah, what's his name? Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. But yeah. there's one guy. Oh, Magic Johnson? His, I think it's Oscar Robertson. Is that the right name? Yeah, yeah. Os- Oscar Robertson. He's like, he used to, he, he was crazy. He used to dominate. I think he scored, he's the only player to, I'm not sure what it was, but I think it's like 100 points in a game. I think he's the only player to have done it. 100 points But they changed game. the they changed the rules after a bit to stop him from being as dominant. Well, anyway, we could, maybe we'll talk about more NBA than the maybe we need to get We need to get someone who actually knows about basketball to talk a bit about it. Yes, yeah. yeah. All right. But next week, it's going to be Loki. We're going to be talking a lot about yeah. Loki. and back-to-back the- MCU weeks. Oh, and they also announced the release for What If. So, What If is coming out on August the 11th. And as per my calculations, I think that means that the final episode for What If will be the week after Shang-Chi releases. So, we're going to have another... Back-to-back MCU. Yeah, back-to-back. It's either the week before or the week after. There's 10 episodes for What If. So, it's it's a long one. After What If, I'm pretty sure Ms. Marvel is coming out because that's also meant to come out this year and they're running out of time. Because Hawkeye is also meant to come out this year. So yeah. I think yeah, it's going to be back-to-back uh, with the Eternals in between and Spider-Man also. So At some point as well. Plenty of uh, Marvel stuff So it's coming. Marvel Forever from now. Marvel Forever. And then Suicide Squad is in between as well. So we're going to have quite a bit of uh, comic Superhero book stuff. stuff. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Snake Eyes is technically a comic book as well. All right. So thanks, everyone, for listening. Hope you enjoyed our review of Black Widow, be it about the spiders or the movie or the character or whatever. And hope you're staying safe and we'll see you guys next week. See ya. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? 
Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart, a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com.